Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Happy Divine Mercy Sunday, brothers and sisters. Today we, we, we have the great gift of, yes, celebrating the, the, the resurrection because it's still Easter. It's still it's in the act of Easter. But also, today the church gives us a, 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 a very special day, a day to remember and to celebrate and to really ask to receive the gift of God's divine mercy to each and every one of us. You know, the second Sunday of Easter, we always read, uh, I mean, it's, it's always um, Divine Mercy Sunday. And I think it was Pope John Paul II who really um, made it um, a special day in, in the Easter season for, for this day of mercy. And um, because the gospel, really, the gospel for today really speaks about Jesus's mercy. And, and, we'll, and we'll reflect on that um, in just a few minutes. And so, so hopefully you've all had a good Easter and, and because each day of this past week was Easter Sunday. That, that's why we have the octave of Easter. And so if you can see the image in my background here, this is um, the divine mercy image here, right? Let me see. There you go. You see the rays of, 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 of the blood and water that came forth from the heart of Jesus through the side of his pierced side, right? And so... It's a beautiful image. So, so let's just dive right into um, the gospel. So here we have our Lord after the resurrection, right? And the apostles, they, they, they are in the room locked behind closed doors because they were afraid. They were afraid of the Jewish people because they were afraid that they might attack them, arrest them, and drag them, maybe even for fear of the same fate that Jesus had death. And so they hid. But then we're told that, listen carefully. Jesus came and stood in their midst and said, peace be with you. That our Lord is able to penetrate through those locked doors. Even though they were behind closed doors, locked doors, Jesus was able to stand in their midst and say, peace be with you. Our Lord is not bound by time and space. He's not bound by, by locked doors because his mercy and his peace transcends all of that. It is without condition and without any boundaries. His mercy is extended to all. 
you know, our Lord had every right to say, you know, where were you guys? When I, when I was arrested in a garden, you all left. Y'all were afraid and y'all ran and, and hid. Where were you? Where were you when I was suffering? Where were you when I, who, is, who was your teacher and rabbi and friend, was questioned before the Sanhedrin and dragged and scourged and died on a cross? Where were you? He doesn't ask that. In fact, he, does, he, he doesn't even mention anything from the past. But instead, he simply says, peace be with you. And he showed them his hands and his feet and his side, showing him his wounds, that he truly, the same Jesus that died on the cross, is the same Jesus that stands before them right now. And I think that's quite interesting, right? That we see... Um, that our Lord in his glorified body, in his resurrected body, he rose from the dead with his wounds. Right? We would think, well, you know, if, if God is going to make something new again, he might have not made it with the wounds. But no, he made Jesus rose with his wounds because we are saved and we are healed in our sins are washed away precisely because of his wounds. That is why, brothers and sisters, our Lord's glorified body has his wounds, right? And that's why he says to the apostles, touch, see, look at my wounds. Believe, believe that I have risen from the dead. Right? This is what, this is what he says. He says, he shows him his hands in his side. And again, he says, peace be with you. Now, this peace is something that I think we need in our world today. Perhaps peace on one level at that time because they were afraid. So the Lord wanted to say, peace, do not be anxious, do not fear. I am here. I have not abandoned you. I have not left you. I'm right here with you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. He breathed on them. You know, this brings me back to Exodus. I'm sorry, and it basically brings me back to Genesis. When God created Adam and Eve, and we're told that he breathed into their nostrils. His nostrils, the breath of life. He breathed into man his very breath, his very being, his very essence. So that the breath, the breath that Adam had was God's spirit. And then on the cross, when our Lord says, into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. He gave over his spirit so that we now might have life. And now again. He breathes on the apostles. He breathes on his disciples and says, receive the Holy Spirit. And also giving them the power to forgive sins in his name.
Isn't that beautiful? All this time together, the breath of life, which is God himself, his very being, his very essence, that within each and every once, we are alive, we are living, we are breathing, we are walking, we are talking, because God's very essence, God's very life, God's very breath is working within us, animating us. And with each breath that we take, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of God. But now I want to go back to the wounds because, as we know, you know Thomas, Thomas wasn't that believing. And, and, and I think many people, we, I think we're a little too harsh on Thomas. You know, he has the, the, the doubting, doubting Thomas, right? But I think, I think if, if we look at it from Jesus' point of view with more compassion, Maybe Thomas was still grieving. And if, if you have ever lost someone, or if you have ever um, experienced um, any type of loss, either by death or loss of a friendship or whatever it is, and someone tells you something that can't be true about that person, you, you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it because you're still grieving you don't want to hear anything else about that person because you're still going through the suffering and the pain. And perhaps Thomas, in the same way, we was grieving that no, I you know he died on the cross, he was in a tomb. Why are you saying all these things? Why are you saying all these things? So maybe it was in grief and in mourning that Thomas was saying those things. That he, unless he sees the wounds, he would not believe. Perhaps. It was not really a question of, of a really in, of an interior doubt, but maybe a doubt that came from sorrow and grief. But our Lord, what does our Lord do? Even in even in in that doubt, our Lord goes back, because Thomas was not with him the first time, but then Jesus went back again, and says, "Peace be with you." When Thomas was there, so even brothers and sisters, even when there are times when we doubt or question, Jesus doesn't leave us. He comes to us. And he says, peace be with you. Look, look at my wounds. Right? So now I want to just finish with a little uh, meditation on, on the wounds again. You know why? I, um, I forget who said it, but... You know, our Lord rose with his wounds and he shows us his wounds so that we can now bring our wounds to him. Right? And I think sometimes the wounds that we experience, whether it may be um, a hurt or a weakness, whatever it may be, or a sin, whatever our wounds may be, Sometimes we want to hide them, right? If, if I had a scar here, I want to cover up my, my scar so no one can see it, right? But our Lord said, no, here, look, look at my wounds. Look at them. Don't be ashamed of your wounds because why? Because, brothers and sisters, our wounds, our woundedness, our brokenness, those are the places that Jesus comes to meet us because Jesus can bring great healing out of those wounds and brokenness. 
to brothers and sisters, on this Divine Mercy Sunday, may we have the courage to bring our wounds to the Lord. Say, Lord, here are my wounds. Here is my brokenness. Please take them. Take them and transform them and bring good out of them. And finally, going back to the first point that I made in the beginning of this reflection about Jesus going, appearing to the apostles even when the doors were locked. Jesus, even when the doors were locked, he was able to appear to the apostles. In the same way, brothers and sisters, Jesus can break down any locked doors that we have in our hearts, but only if we give him permission to. God will never force himself on us. God will never force himself, himself into our lives if we do not welcome him. But he does want to give us healing. He does want to give us his peace. He does want to give us joy and love and life, but only if we choose to receive it. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is waiting. The Lord is waiting for us to welcome him in, to welcome him and give him permission to break down those walls, tear down those barriers and those locked doors so that he can bring life and healing to those parts of our hearts that are wounded, those parts of our hearts that are fearful, that are anxious, that are doubting. Jesus wants to fill our hearts with peace and joy and love and healing, but we must let him. So that's our invitation today. May we bring all of our woundedness and our brokenness to the Lord so that he can transform that into something that we can ever, never even imagine it becoming. So that the next time when we look at our wounds and our scars, it won't just remind us of the pain and the suffering, but it will remind us of how much God has done for us. That those parts of our hearts that are wounded and that we let God come in and heal them. Years later, when we look back and we see that, that scar, that wound, it will no longer be a source of pain and hurt, but only a source of gratitude and blessing and healing. Brothers and sisters, may we approach our Lord who in his infinite mercy and compassion waits for us so that when we bring our woundedness and brokenness to him, he will only remind us of our belovedness. Have a good week, brothers and sisters. Please say a prayer for me, and I'll pray for you. Until next time, God bless you, and Mary keep you. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.